All right, it's good to have you at the chapel this morning. All right. This morning we have a special treat for you that we'll get to in a few seconds. But I want to remind you that we are having our dedication service of the coffee shop and the new building project that we've been in for going on two years. Uh, We're going to have that service the last Sunday of this month on October 28th. And uh, we're going to do it if it's totally completed or not. We're still going to dedicate it on that Sunday. On October 28th, we'll have a worship service here with a short message. And then we're going to invite you to stay. And some of you can walk down, some can drive down. And we'll have a a meal. It'll be uh, sandwiches and chips and guess what? Coffee and uh, tea and all the good things that'll be down there. We want to uh, just ask you if you'll bring a special offering on that day as we uh, worship God and and uh, in a time of just thankfulness of what He's brought us through. And some of you will say, well, <clears throat> I don't really feel like He brought us through anything. Trust me, He's brought us through a lot. And uh, we're right on the brink of getting our certificate of occupancy. Um, and, and there's a lot of things that need to be done, a lot of details at this part of the uh, the project. So continue to pray. And uh, just every time that the Holy Spirit brings it to your mind, I'm going to ask you to pray for uh, the people that are down there working uh, constantly. I want to say thanks to uh, Brett. Is Brett here today? I didn't see where. Where is Brett? Brett, wave. He's back here. All right. And Luke and Daniel and Heath. And uh, there's been a lot of other guys that have worked. Mark, when it's convenient. The only reason it's not convenient is because he's in Waxahachie at school, and uh, not that he always wants to come home, when. You know, but anyway, that, that's another story at another time. But he's done a lot of work. I don't want to say that he hasn't done work. Um, we, we, have, we have seen God bring us through uh, a lot of obstacles, and, and God is faithful. You know... Uh, I just want to encourage you right now to just in your mind, if you were given the microphone in the next few seconds and I ask you, give us something that you were thankful for that God has done for you. Just just, just for a second. I know we're not in discussion groups, but I just want you to think about that just for a minute. We get closer to Thanksgiving and, you know, everybody gets to that point where you have to kind of stop and slow down and say what you're thankful for. And and it's no reason to do it just one time a year, but to do it all year. And uh, as you meditate on that, you know, you, you begin to to reason, God, I, I don't deserve it. I, I can't earn it because you your grace is so amazing to me. And, uh, you know, when we, when we sing like we did this morning and you can feel the, uh, not only the, the spirituality, but the emotion in the room begin to rise and just the thankfulness that overwhelms your heart, you, you realize that you can do that on Monday morning before work or you can choose not to. I, I've, I've chose not to a lot of times. 
But when you realize that you can choose to say, God, thank you for what you've done in my life, it, it, it sets the, the whole standard for the day. And we are blessed as a church, and on that Sunday, October 28th, when we go down and just celebrate all the things that God has done over the last two years. Some of you remember even on Sunday nights when we stood in a circle and we kind of started the building project and all the things that have gone on since then. God is good and God is faithful to His people. This morning, uh, during this time, you know, I was praying, God, you know, it doesn't seem like where you have us to go that we can make it. And Father, we know how you work. Seed, time, and harvest. And, and we continually, through this building project, have sowed seeds and ministries, not only locally, but around the world. And, you know, this, this week we, we ran into some obstacles. And, and let me tell you, I could go into the details, but just, just know that there are obstacles. And uh, I began to pray, God, where is a, a seed in this last part of our building that we can sow into a ministry. And a lot of possibilities came up. And it just so happened that Pastor Terry has been in Baltimore for the last couple of weeks. And then he's coming back. He came back and, and he's about ready to leave to go back to Africa, uh, Ghana. As you know, he shared with us about uh, 15 to 20 minutes a few months, or well, a month ago. And so I, I just believed as I was praying that we, we would love to sow a seed in his ministry. But as, as I began to pray, I thought, wouldn't it be great to have him to come with his energy and just preach the word of God to our church? And so this morning, I'm going to ask Pastor Terry, why don't you come up here and let God be God in your life and just give us the word of God? Let's give him a hand as he comes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Are we in church? Are you sure we are in church? Can we give a better clap offering to the Lord for what he has done for you? Testify about the goodness of the Lord and give him a praise. Give him a praise. Give him a praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm so delighted again to be with you today. And uh, Africa energy. <laughs> I'm glad for Pastor John. This man is a really good man. Great man. You have a very lovely pastor. Because uh, it's not everybody that's going to really give you his pulpit to preach. Especially when they don't know you very well. And uh, I was here before he started his series of uh, Destiny by Design. And he wants to really finish it up. And uh, so when I came back, he called me and told me, I will push my aside. But come and be a blessing to the congregation before you leave. And I said, okay, that will be fine. So what am I supposed to preach on? He said, well, I'm preaching on destiny by design. So you can also get there and talk to my people about it. And so I'm here to really tell you 
I'm going to preach on destiny by design. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, but like I told you, next year after Thanksgiving, first and second week in December, you are coming to Ghana. <laughs> Officially. <laughs> so that you can come back home for Christmas. All right? That's a deal. <laughs> How many will support him to come to Ghana? How many will support him? <laughs> That's wonderful. You are good people. <laughs> Let's just share a word of prayer. Father, we want to thank you. We want to bless you. You are faithful. You are good God. What can we say? If you, God, you are for us, who can be against us? Absolutely nothing can be against us. Because before we were formed in the mother's womb, you are the good Lord who took us and brought us this far. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me to be a blessing to your children. Lord, I know there's a miracle in this house. Father, I know you are a faithful God. Lord, you will transform, you will change, you will do a new thing in our life. This church shall continue to see your glory. Pour down your spirit upon us and let your name be glorified. I stand against every spiritual activity which will be from the devil. We cancel his works in the name of Jesus. We pray that Holy Spirit take absolute control, rule and reign and be Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I have a very beautiful song that I want to sing, but I will call you to put it there when I need it, okay? God bless you. <laughs> Today we're talking on the team, Destiny by Design. And uh, my text is, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, and Romans 8, 28 to 29. Your pastor has been a very wonderful man, a good expositor, giving you the word of the Lord, trying to really encourage you to let you know that our God that we serve is a very good God. He will never change on his word. And he's still the same as he is. Amen? Brothers and sisters in the Lord, these three verses that we have chosen to talk upon gives us what Pastor John is talking about, destiny by design. And uh, in my own simple definition, I want to just give a definition of destiny and then design. In my own uh, words. Destiny I define to be to decree beforehand or to set apart for a special purpose. To decree beforehand or to set apart for a special purpose. This is a very wonderful concise definition that I took and is taking me on. Now, when we talk about design, design, I define it in this way, formed in 
a particular way or manner to function or to show forth the beauty of the designer. Formed in a particular way or manner to function or to show forth, to show forth or show off the beauty of the designer. And when I put these two together, I want to tell you Putting the two definitions together, it implies that we are set apart for a special purpose in a particular way to function and to show off the beauty of the Lord who designed us to be what we are. And brothers and sisters in the Lord, once the Lord has purpose in his heart to bring you into this world, he has destined you and has designed you for a particular assignment. You are not here by chance, and you can never be here by chance. There is a purpose why God brought you into this world. And brothers and sisters in the Lord, it doesn't matter where really your geographical location is going to be. But once you are born into this world, there is a purpose why you are here. And God has designed it, has tailored it into what will make it that you will show forth his glory. Amen. Hallelujah. The real thing is that we living in this world, we must show forth the glory of the Lord. And tell somebody beside you, show forth the glory of the Lord. Okay, well, tell somebody, show forth the glory of the Lord. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, put it on the board for me. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things he has planned for us long ago. Hallelujah. Long ago he has planned the good thing that we need to do. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, you were set apart for a special purpose in this life. And you are to use this life to bless others. That's what God has destined you for by design. You are not yourself. You are to be a blessing unto somebody. And if you are to be a blessing unto somebody, God must bless you to be a blessing. If he doesn't bless you, you cannot be a blessing. And that is why he has really made it that when we were yet sinners, he came to die for us. That as he died for us, we can now take our proper place and become a blessing to somebody. Hallelujah. So, brothers and sisters in the Lord, it is our duty, it is our mandate that we cannot live in this world and you cannot be a blessing to somebody. Every time you must make somebody happy. 
every time you must make somebody blessed. And this doesn't mean the abundance of whatever you have. No. It means that you make yourself available to just be a blessing to somebody. Because this world, a lot of people are passing through, I mean, times. Things are happening and it will take somebody to really encourage or to say something to somebody that the person will be out of what he is in or she is in. And you are the one. Hallelujah. Tell somebody you are the one. Amen. This leads us to the point that if we are to really get ourselves involved and we know that we are destined by design, we must be people who will open up ourselves. We must not close ourselves. We must open up ourselves. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, we are passing through difficult situations in this world. Everybody wants to sort out something. And I don't know what you are carrying before you are even here. But God himself who knows you, who has formed you, will never leave you nor forsake you. That is a surety. That is why some of us are so glued to the Lord. We want to trust the Lord for everything because we want to be a blessing to somebody. Hallelujah. And one thing I know is that in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 1, the Bible says that, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are for good and not for destruction. And if God has this plan for you and has designed you in his own image, plans are not for good, I mean, are not for bad, but they are for good. They are to send you to an expected end so that you can really fulfill the mandate that God has given unto you. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, it is a good thing that God has a plan towards you. Our plans will fail, but God's plan will surely stand. Our plans will be frustrated, but God's plan will stand sure. Our plans will become meaningless, but God's plan is ever sure for you. Which one will you take? Will you take your own plans or you take God's plan? You have to take God's plan. Because God's plan is sure. He has said it concerning your life and he will perform it. Hallelujah. He will perform it. And I want to tell you, a lot of things are happening today. People are passing through difficult situations. They don't know where to turn. They don't know what to do. They don't know who to share with. But if we can open ourselves and let people into our heart, we can be a blessing to them. Hallelujah. There is a seed in everybody that is born of God because God has designed you 
for a blessing. And I want to let you understand that it is a good thing to be there that the Lord will use you. If you don't see a particular seed in you, yourself, I want to encourage you, God has ordained someone to recognize the seed in you. That is your pastor, John. God has designed him and put him here, placed him here to be the one who will help encourage you day in and day out. And so I want you to really hang on him. He will not deceive you. This man will not deceive you. This man will not tell lies to you. Hallelujah. I, I, you know, uh, when, when, when in, 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 in Africa, we, we, we believe, that is our belief, that Americans don't tell lies. Oh yeah. You can you can ask you can ask uh, uh, Daniel. Americans don't tell lies. That is that, that that's the, the, the major belief. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> and once I begin traveling and I begin traveling, I come to America, visited America for a couple of times. I changed my perception. <laughs> but this man is a good man. I can vouch for him. He will not tell lies to you. He will preach the good news. He will direct you. He will send you where you belong. Give a clap to the Lord for his life. It's a good man. He wants to see everybody here become what God wants you to be. He wants to see every family become what God wants the family to be. And brothers and sisters in the Lord, if you have such a man with you, you are blessed. Can you give him another applause for me? It's a great man. Today we are in a world. Families are passing through difficult situations. We have dysfunctional homes. We have burdens upon our lives. And all these things are making us sometimes to think, where is God? Where is God? We cry and some people are getting frustrated because they, they said to themselves, I've been calling on the name of the Lord for all this while, but nothing is happening. I want to tell you, in that cry, if you think nothing is happening, God is working behind the scene. God is working what? Behind the scenes. The Bible says, all things are possible with him. All things are possible with him. 
And I believe and I trust in the Lord for that word. Because brothers and sisters in the Lord, I am somebody who really got sick when I was in college. Put my trust in the medical doctors. They tried and tried and tried. Nothing was working. I went to this hospital. They said no. They diagnosed me. They can't find anything. I went to the next one. Nothing was really happening. But just in college, a friend who was in my dormitory, we have a we in we have a four 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 in one kind of dormitory, right? So one of the guys who was there told me, Terry, this sickness, it is not a hospital sickness. Because you went to the hospital and nothing is happening. Why won't you try Jesus Christ? And I said, ah, try Jesus Christ for what? When hospital cannot do it, what am I going to trust Jesus Christ for? He said, no. I want to give you Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. I believe if you take him as your Lord and personal Savior, you'll be okay. Trust me. I doubted it. But I said, well, because of what is happening, my head was aching. I mean, real hard. And I can't bend my, 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 my head. Always in pain. So I said, well, if this is going to work, then I am holy for it. It says, just say this after me. Dear Lord Jesus. I said, dear Lord Jesus. Come into my life. I said, come into my life. Be my Lord. He said, be my Lord. And Today, you are my Lord. And instantly, instantly, the headache is gone. That is why some of us became so crazy about the Lord that we don't know what to do. Again, because I am a living testimony of a miracle where the doctors fail. Jesus did it for me. And I'm here to tell somebody, where the doctors fail, Jesus can do it for you. Hallelujah. Jesus can do what? Can do it for you. He's the only one who has the power to do it for you. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 and 9, 29 says, and I want to read that one. Okay. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance and he chose them to become like his son so that his son will be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. Many things are happening. We want to sort it ourselves. You can't sort it out yourself. I'm telling you, if you want to sort it out yourself, you'll be disappointed. And a lot of you are here sorting things out for yourself. You want to do it. You know, you, 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 you are blessed. Your, your, 
your health system is good. So you can go to the hospital anytime you want to go to the hospital. But the fact still remains. The more you are going to the hospital, the more you are getting sick. Why won't you try Jesus? Why won't you allow Jesus to take hold of your life? Why would you hold some portion again and put the trust in man? The Bible says in Proverbs, put your trust not in man, but put your trust in what? In God. He is the solution. He is the only one who can do it for you. And when he heals you, you are healed forever. There will not be any trace again in your life about that sickness. And I can attest to you, Pastor John, from 30 years ago that I got saved with the Lord till today, I have never gone to the hospital. I've never fallen sick again. That the last sickness was the headache and Jesus finished it up on the cross. Finish. From that time after today I'm talking to you, I have never gone to the hospital. I've never fallen sick. I've never taken any tablet. I've never done such a thing. All the time, I cried to the Lord. You did it, and you continue to do it. You did it, you continue to do it. You did it, you continue to do it. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, I'm not saying don't go to the hospital, but you are putting your trust too much in the hospital. You know, back home, eh? We don't even have the good hospitals that can diagnose you when, I mean, you are having tumor in your head so that they can see that there is a tumor in your head. So if you are really happy, like what was happening to me, maybe if I were to come here, they will, say, they will see a symptom and say something is there. But there's nothing. So what do I do? You cry to the Lord. You cry, and God will hear your cry, and God has heard my cry. Sometimes push a little. Amen? Sometimes what? Push a little, and God will do it. We are designed. We are destined to be a blessing to somebody. We are made in the image of God. The fallen image must give way to the new image. Hallelujah. And when the new image takes absolute control over your life, things turn around. Amen? Things turn around. And when things turn around, they turn around for the good of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a powerful thing to know this Lord and trust this God. You are trusting him, but I want to push you a little further. That you put your whole trust on him. He is the solution. He is the source. He knows everything. 
The Bible says he knows my name. Before you were caught of blood in your mother's womb, Jesus came to die for you. He died to set you free. You are free. Hallelujah. And I can see burdens rolled away. And I declare that the Lord's glory must shine upon you. Amen. You can't be what God wants you to be. And the name of the Lord will be glorified. The problems that we face can leave way, give way to what God wants to do. But I want to tell you, there are two ways that these problems that we face can impact your life. The first one is that they either break you down or they make you have a breakthrough. The problems come. They either make you break down or they give you an opportunity to do what? To have a breakthrough. Which one will you take? Want a breakthrough? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says all things work together. All things work together. That is where the destiny by design comes in. Because all things are going to work together for the good of those who love the Lord. Hallelujah. And the Lord will be on your side. Amen. He will be on your side. He will take charge over your life. He will take charge over your situation. He will take charge over everything that is for you. I know a lot of you might be passing through diverse ways of thinking about what can God do in my life. I'm here to tell you God can touch your life and make your life a blessing because you are destined by design. Hallelujah. Amen. Nothing comes by chance. You know, nothing comes by chance. I, I, I was so amazed and I was so, I mean, uh, encouraged because really this is my third time of coming to America. I came the other time, I stayed with uh, Daniel uh, for a week and then I left back. So I don't know what really happened before Daniel came and said, Pastor John said, you have a project in Ghana. We want to support and brought some money for us to do the project. I don't know. So I was so encouraged because that time, the money came at the right time. We were really passing through a serious crisis where we need to do, I mean, some, some project on the, on, the, on the building. And we are not having money. So when that money came, it sought out what we need to do. And that was when we stood up and said, God, this church that has given us this money, whatever they are doing, the pastor and the household May you continue to raise up a finger that we should make it that 
his ministry will continue to grow. And so when I was coming this time, I called Daniel and I told him, I want to come and stay with you. Will that be okay? He said, yes. Then I said, okay, if that is the case, I'll come. You'll be my host this time. Eh? They say, oh, with gladness. So they have hosted me, and I want you to applaud them for hosting me for all this while. Did a very good job. Give me food to eat. They are very good people. But what am I trying to say? It is a designed orchestration for me to personally meet this great man. So that now, both of us, we have become, I don't know whether I'm older than you or you are older than me, but I think I'm older than you. You are my younger, <laughs> you are my younger brother. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm your senior brother. From different wombs. But I want to assure you, I'm telling you, next year when you come to Ghana, <laughs> you will see another extension of our love. You have become real part of my life. And I want to tell you, it is not by accident. It is designed and it is a destiny that is designed for us to meet through him. So you are part of me. Eh? When he's coming, leave him to come. Don't be afraid. You are not going to go into a hotel. You are coming straight to my house. I'll come and pick you from the airport, like what uh, Daniel did to me, and uh, take you home. Eh? Take you home. Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and when he comes back, most of you want to come. Because he will come and tell you stories. Hallelujah. Amen. So all these things that are happening, it doesn't happen by chance. It happens there is a master who is behind and is working around the clock for your good. It will be a blessing to somebody. And here I am today being a blessing to you. The Lord who knows my heart and knows your heart will cause it that everything about your life will change today. Hallelujah. This is what he has given to us. And today, I want us all to stand so that I pray we all lift up our voice before the Lord and talk to you. Can you now give me that song? I have only three minutes more. Are you okay with it? Can we just stand? Oh, yes. I love this song so much. Lift up your hands towards heaven because there is going to be an anointing that will fall upon us each all.
Oh, yes. Come on. What can God not do for you? My hallelujah belongs to. Can you think about what the Lord has done for you so that the hallelujah can be for him? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, the spirit of the Lord is here moving among us. Sickness is going. Sickness is going. Disease and affirmities have been leaving you right now. He deserve it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Come on. Move among us right now. Belongs to. Hallelujah. Can you give it to the Lord? Can you give it to the Lord? Yes. Because he has done it for you. He has cleansed you. He has transformed you. Belongs to You deserve it. You deserve it. What are you passing through today? What burden do you have today? What about your family? Your children? Your business? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. He alone can do it. I don't care what we are passing through. Sickness or disease. He is alone. He can change. He can transform. He can do a new thing in your life. Believe the Lord right now. Believe him. Trust him right now. For an anointing to fall upon you. Let the Holy Ghost fall afresh upon you right now. Yes. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. The power of the Lord is here. Come on. Sicknesses and diseases, affirmities, witches and wizards, whatever problem you are passing through, may the Holy Ghost pass through right now. May the Lord feel you right now. May the Lord do it in your life. Woo! Hallelujah. Ah, 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 ah. May the Lord. May the Lord, may the Lord show forth in your life right now. May the Lord show forth in your life right now. May he touch you right now. May he cause a new thing to happen in your life. Right now, right now, right now, right now, right now. It's happening. It's happening. Something is happening. Something is happening. The Lord is changing something. The Lord is doing something. The Lord is doing a new thing in your life right now. Yes, I don't know what you are passing through. I don't know the sickness that is there. But I want to tell you that the Lord has visited you right now. Yeah, the power is here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
Come on. Holy Spirit, move among us. Holy Spirit, move among us right now. Touch. Let there be a healing. Let there be a power. Let there be a glory. Fall afresh. Fall afresh. Fall afresh. Fall afresh, Lord. Fall afresh, Lord. Yes, 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 yes. Let the power touch you. Let the power hit you now. Catholic satire. My hallelujah. Ah. Oh, thank you, Lord. My hallelujah belongs to my hallelujah belongs to. My hallelujah belongs to you. The spirit is moving right now. Oh yes, the Lord is doing a new thing. It's moving as never before. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Father, I thank you. Bless you for how awesome you are. For your power that you have released. Lord, you have opened eyes. You have opened hearts. You have opened minds. You healed. And you are a comfortable God that knows what to do. We, your children, are here trusting in you. And we know the week we have given unto us is a week that will bring back glory unto your name. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord continue to show forth upon your life. May he continue to be your God now and forevermore. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. You know, I just, as he was speaking, you know, I, I believed God said, see what I mean? See what I mean? I have a word for you. You know, in the book of Daniel, it says, Gabriel is speaking to Daniel as he's come with a message. Daniel, I have now come to give you insight and understanding as soon as you began to pray, an answer was given, which I've come to tell you. For you're highly esteemed. There's somebody here this morning that needs to hear that. You've been praying for a word. And I'm going to encourage you, as you heard a word, to keep your ears open. I wonder if Daniel in the Bible would have said, Okay, what's the word? He said, I've come to give you the word. So this morning I believe that God has given us a word out of the word of God. That God has a plan for us and it's a good plan. This morning, as we come to the conclusion of this service, we're going to take up our morning tithes and offerings. This morning, the offering that I want to ask you to give to is to bless Africa. You say, well, how can that happen? Again, God uses men and women all around the world to change the world. And we're believing that through Pastor Terry and his efforts in Ghana that that can happen. And that we're not going to say how we know our God is able. 
So this morning, if you'll take out an envelope and write on there, you can put this morning, Pastor Terry, and so that those that are counting the offering will know exactly. We will make sure that he receives that. And as he uh, goes home, and uh, just like you can imagine, after being away from your home for several weeks, he said, I'm getting very homesick. And so uh, I just... I feel like I could go to Africa, and I'm just going to say if Tina and Daniel go with me, then I'm going with him. <laughs> Nothing like going home with good people. Let's pray. Father, today we pray that you'd bless this offering. And Father, as we give, Father, we release from our hand what you've given us. God, thank you for blessing us in order that we might be a blessing. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.